0: Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 the that one dude for week five. The video's here. The weekend's here. The schmacks are here. You're letting your shoulders lean. Maybe you went out on a Friday night. Or you stayed in and you watched a movie. Or you chilled out and you relaxed and maxed all cool with whoever you wanted to. Doesn't matter. Saturday morning's here. We're a day away from football literally right now when this video releases because we're getting morning football on Sunday. Football for 12 hours straight how about that your wives your girlfriends your brothers your nephews your sisters your aunts whoever your significant other is right now sighs deeply and says i'm never getting this guy not even for breakfast today we can't even have pancakes today we can't even have pumpkin pancakes today in the fall because there's football all day long and this motherfucker won't get off the couch but hey ladies and gentlemen it's all day it's all time to dominate with the that one dude we're looking for a leverage play at each position this best play at each position means factoring in ownership it does not mean you should play every single player in this video because then you're probably going to be as two different you're not going to need to be that different. We're trying to find a low-owned high upside play that you can roster at each position and pick and choose where you want to go. And let's start it with the quarterback position as we always do. Two seconds. Two seconds right now. Subscribe button comes up. Just tap that bad boy for me. I greatly appreciate that. So the quarterback position, I'm looking at the slate and this slate's an ugly slate. We've already talked about that in the final thoughts. Not many good quarterback options because they're all on the showdown slates and we have another game in the morning. So it takes some other quarterbacks, although maybe not the ones that we really want to play, but some other quarterbacks away. So we're looking at this slate and it's kind of a wasteland. And the 6K range becomes somewhat appealing if you don't want to go all the way up top to Tom Brady or to Kyler Murray because the 6K range is basically then next. It's like Aaron Rodgers at 7,100. But well, we're looking at a guy today who's coming in at 5% ownership. He's $6,500 and he projects out for over 20 fantasy points for me. And oh yeah, he looks to be in a decent game environment with a very good matchup. This man's name is the Minnesota Vikings quarterback in Kirk Cousins. Yes, Kirk Cousins is not picking up all that much ownership. And he gets a matchup against Detroit in this one. And this matchup versus Detroit is going to be a beneficial matchup. Detroit has not been a good defense at all. They're getting some pressure. They're getting some pressure will give them that. And the Minnesota offensive line is not the greatest. But outside of that, I don't expect Kirk Cousins to be on his back all game. This is not an elite pass rush. If anything, it will be a slight disadvantage, barely on the offensive line, because they're only generating pressure Detroit, although better than expected at still just a 24% clip. And if you're below 30%, it's not that threatening. If you're below 25%, it's definitely not that threatening. And now let's discuss their ranks. Well, they rank 32nd. And yeah, you're right, there's 32 teams. So that is dead last, aka in the dictionary, dead last Detroit, sad to see you there, is the passing defense for them and they're 32nd overall in actual defense when you factor in the running game the only thing that props them up in some regards is that pass rush that is like league average right now and they're facing mr kirk cousins in the number seven passing attack in the very obvious stacks of his which i would say right now the number one stack i think you can single stack him with just a justin jefferson if you want to get adam thielen who is continuously overpriced and relies on touchdowns but he keeps getting them go ahead but I'll go kirk cousins with justin jefferson and then if you wanted to double stack it tyler conklin's cheap and so is kj osborne still but i'm I'm good with the, just a single stack for GPPs. it back on the opposite side with Detroit, and there's some options. Khalif Raymond finds the end zone twice last week. The most obvious options are going to be TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift, both coming off of some down weeks. I think those are the guys I would want to focus on. I would go probably more so to DeAndre Swift because we have actual values at tight end this week. We'll talk about one in this video. So that's kind of the way that I want to stack this up. And for a comparison, and I made this tweet, follow me on Twitter at DFS. We just hit 15,000 Twitter followers. How about that round of applause? I don't know what that means, but it's just a round number. My teachers in elementary school taught me to count by fives 10, 5, 10, 15, 20. So when we land on one of those numbers, 15, 5, 10, 15, right? 5, 10, 15, hey, it looks pretty good. But for a comparison, right now we have a $6,000 Daniel Jones this week so he's cheaper and I'm projecting him out for about 20.8 points and basically the same projection as Kirk Cousins a little bit more but basically the same so same projection $500 cheaper and he's coming in with twice the ownership that's how sensitive people are to pricing so Daniel Jones is coming in with double the ownership as Kirk Cousins in a very similar game environment actually versing a better defense where I would say yes he has passing weapons he does have a cheap Kadarius Tony and we're assuming that Shepard and Slayton were to miss if they're in well then yeah he has passing weapons but none of them are cheap but he doesn't have have a secure yeah that's the guy like a Justin Jefferson who every single week Jefferson's putting up 18 points as like a floor game right now for Minnesota so I like Kirk Cousins more than Daniel Jones and then I see and just because of the price tag Daniel Jones is coming in with double the ownership soaking ownership away from Kirk Cousins yeah we really really like to see that now I'm taking a prop on Kirk Cousins right now and there's a prop over on Price Picks a sponsor of some of these shows but another sponsor and partner of the show is Underdog I'm trying to shop lines I shop is the best line I possibly can find and the line right now on Underdog as it comes up on the screen is Kirk Cousins over 269 and a half passing yards i take the over on that i got him in the 280s like 287 right now so if you want to use underdog to get this specific prop right if you want to add that to your arsenal to have some books to shop you could use the code sal they'll give you a free 10 bucks when you sign up over there the prop is also available on Prize picks but it is a little bit higher so i just want to let you know where the best line is for kirk cousins but things are looking nice for cousins he plays on the team that is number eight right now in passing yards he currently has a 28 team implied total that is one of the highest that is right now the fourth highest total on the slate and it's just going overlooked and yeah, Dalvin Cook is banged up. Dalvin Cook, as of this recording on Friday morning, we'll see if he practices Friday. He might be ruled out by the time you're seeing this. He has not been practicing. And yes, Alexander Madison can step in for a close to one-to-one replacement, believe it or not, but that's going to stress a little bit more on the passing game for Kirk Cousins to get it done, who's already throwing 39 times per game and averaging 280.3 yards per game, which is over that 269 number over on underdog. So that is where I'm at right now in Kirk Cousins. He is that one due to the quarterback position. Let's slide on a late night now into the running back position. To the running back position we go and this is going to be a guy who is going to be expensive and that's why he's going to be a little bit lower owned. It's $7,900 Aaron Jones who I'm projecting out as a great play. 18.2 fantasy point projection at just four percent ownership now why is he coming in like that well people are running all the way up to the elite matchup for one derrick henry which makes sense but derrick henry is nine thousand dollars but they're still running up to him soaking away ownership from alvin kamara who i think comes in around 10 or 12 percent and soaking a ton of ownership away because kamara still will pick up some ownership having a big game last week even without the targets we would expect him to see targets he's a big part of that offense there it's not just like those are going to go away he had 14 targets in his first four games so i would expect at least some targets to come but it's soaking away the ownership from aaron jones because then the 7k range at the lower end the zeeks the Saquons, the guys that we've been playing here the last two weeks in the channel and smashing left and right they still look good but they're soaking up 10 to 15 percent ownership like right now aaron jones i have as you can see the tweet that i made again follow me over there some nice tweets over there i have aaron jones currently right now for similar fantasy points actually more fantasy points than saquon basically the same but saquon is 600 dollars cheaper so there is a decent price difference there but it's 600 dollars like you can find that in your defense or your tight end just by paying down and saquon is coming in right now with with about 14 to 15 percent ownership so Saquon is looking like he's going to be three maybe even four times his own as Aaron Jones as of the recording of this video and I understand the price is a little bit cheaper but that is extreme does saquon barkley beat aaron jones at these price points three or four times the amount of the times no that's why there's a leverage play here in aaron jones depending on how you're building your lineups so if you don't even want to play expensive running backs this week and just chill in the 6k and 5k range because there's so many good plays check out the final thoughts and the values video that we released earlier in the week And then yeah that that makes sense but if you do want to go up there this is a nice way to get different with it and now he's coming in in just a nice environment he's a three-point favorite he has a 27 team implied total in this one three and a half point favorite depending on the books that you're looking at he's seeing 17 and a half opportunities per game and he has 15 red zone opportunities so far that is the third highest on this slate it's a good spot he's barely seeing eight man fronts either because they're playing a lot of two high safeties against Aaron Rodgers you saw it on the Monday Night Football Peyton Manning and Eli Manning talking about it but it's happening in every single game so when that happens when you have two guys back you're seeing like these soft fronts you're basically seeing six man fronts a lot of the time rarely ever seeing stacked boxes and with Aaron Jones talents and also his ability in the receiving game oh yeah you know the three receiving touchdowns in one game earlier this year there's a lot of upside here we know Aaron Jones has a and this ownership is not accounting for anything not even his medium projection let alone his slate breaking ceiling against Cincinnati and that matchup against Cincinnati is good I have it right now in the matchup notes on Patreon you can check out Patreon join the community 900 Patreon members in the discord we have a lineup optimizer now we built we have also projections rankings ownership everything you need to basically smash the slate matchup notes he has a positive according to the matchup notes a positive 23% run blocking advantage this week against Cincinnati who ranks bottom five in yards allowed before contact Cincinnati is allowing 1.88 yards before contact And now you get Aaron Jones, who's elusive, who's fantastic, who comes in right now. Playing on an average run defense but is going to get a matchup against a team that is just giving up a ton of yards before they even touch you or attempt to tackle you so i think this is a good spot for aaron jones if you wanted to get exposure to this game it's an interesting spot to leverage off of adams who will probably come in four or five times as owned and i have two props for aaron jones right now the first one is going to be over on prize picks you can see it popping up you want to use the code sal you get a free bet up to 100 bucks simple as this you want a free bet up to 100 use the code sal prizepicks.com you type it into the url prizepicks.com sign up button put your info in it takes five seconds put the code sal in bam you get a free bet up to $100. I take the over 16 fantasy points on Aaron Jones as I have him at 18.2. And now there is a nice prop over on underdog as well. This one is the combined, they don't offer this on prize picks, the combined rushing and receiving yards over 89 and a half. I have this number for aaron jones right now well over this number i have him around the 97 98 mark right now in terms of yardage so we take the over his total yards and underdog use the code sal for 10 bucks there the over 16 fantasy points on price picks code sal gets a free hundred dollar bet and bam you're smacking it around you got your props secured dot, bada bing bada bang. even if you don't want to play aaron jones in dfs because you're worried about the price tag this is a nice way to get exposure to another place where his price and his props are inefficient and now to the wide receiver position i'm looking at a guy who is number three in the nfl in air yards but number two two in unrealized air yards meaning that a lot of his targets so far this year and, and a good amount of them are actually catchable air yards they're just barely missing but right now he's getting targeted way 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 downfield he should have had a touchdown last week and he would be probably 6500 instead of 5500 he was barely overthrown and that man's name at 5500 dollars is Cortland Sutton. i'm projecting him out for nearly 15 fantasy points 14.8 at just four percent ownership Cortland Sun is the alpha on his team there is no kj hamler sadly there is no jerry judy still sadly he is by far the alpha on his team and whether it's drew lock or teddy bridgewater it's trending to be drew lock i don't care they both have the ability and drew lock even more so as a yolo ball player to chuck the ball downfield now the concerning thing is that there's only a 19 and a half team total here but they're massive underdogs right they're expected to lose this game by a good amount so that gives me a nice ability to feel comfortable in the fact that they'll be in a throw first script And you're getting Sutton already averaging seven targets per game. And you're getting Sutton averaging, averaging. 41% 41% right now he's had so far through the first five game 41% of his team's air yards again there's no Hamler out there again there's no Judy he's getting everything downfield right now it's 17.3 air yards per target only Odell has a higher number and Odell obviously has a small two game sample right now on air yards per game and it's barely higher so Sutton right now is a man who everything is clicking he's getting open he's getting the targets they're just not connecting this is going to change you saw a change last week with Stefan Diggs getting the deep balls to finally connect and having a good game you saw it two or three weeks weeks ago with MVS getting the deep post to connect and then finding the end zone when the air yards are there the stats are going to slowly follow through you saw it with DJ Moore against the Cowboys right he was getting a bunch or two weeks ago on Thursday Night Football getting a bunch of air yards, but it wasn't paying off too much and I think you're going to see it very soon and we hope this week at $5,500 for Sutton and now for a comparison I love this guy Antonio Brown he's great this week he might be the wide receiver one on his team on what could potentially be the best stack of the week and he's only $5,200 we talked about that on the Final Thoughts video at $5,200 though I have not projected out for basically the same points 15.2 you can see the tweet on the screen at just 10% ownership. So he's gonna come in double, maybe more the ownership than Cortland Sutton for basically the same play just because he's three hundred dollars less and he has a sexier name. I'm not shocked to see Cortland Sutton put up twenty-five fantasy points this week to uh Mr. Antonio Brown's fourteen or fifteen, right? Cortland Sutton is a strong, a strong ceiling play as well, and that makes him a very good leverage play this week. It is a tougher matchup, right? He'll see matchups against guys like Cam Sutton and this Pittsburgh Steelers defense. I get it, it's a very tough matchup, but that is all factoring into why he's low owned. I'm taking the over, the over on prize picks right now. Courtland Sutton 52 and a half receiving yards I like that number I have him right now for around 68 receiving yards and then you hope for the touchdown of course in fantasy reasons but 68 receiving yards massively over this number we take that on Cortland Sutton as we slide into the tight end position and as we slide into this position again please do hit the like and subscribe button and remember 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 the code Sal if you want to go get that Cortland Sutton prop it gives you a free bet up to $100 rooski. so tight end position there's a lot of good values the obvious elephant in the room is that um, Ricky Seals Jones as of this recording he's 6% owned I wouldn't be shocked to see him get to 10% this is not going to be the that one dude ricky seals jones because he's he's kind of owned at the tight end position he might be a top three on tight end he's 2500 ran 31 routes last week there's no logan thomas they want to continuously use the tight end in this offense that's kind of the anchor of this offense so ricky seals jones who saw four targets last week now is a week to practice with the ones he looks like a solid option so it's not going to be him if you want to play him though you want to play 100 percent of him go for it i'm not against that so dan arnold though at 2900 i projecting out for about Less than a point, less than Ricky Seals Jones. So Dan Arnold is $400 more than Ricky Seals Jones. I'm projecting him out for about seven fantasy points compared to uh Ricky Seals Jones seven and a half. But Dan Arnold comes in at one percent. And as of this recording, I have Ricky Seals Jones at six percent owned. But I'm not shocked to see that number go to eight or nine percent. So there's a good chance that you're going to see eight times as much ownership and all that ownership in the 2K range and low 3K range so- soak to Ricky Seals Jones. And that is completely fine. I think that that is a fine way to go about it if you want to play him. But if you are looking for leverage at the tight end position off of a cheap chalky tight end, Dan Arnold. Is is an interesting way to go about it Dan Arnold again it's very similar play this week to a Ricky Seals Jones I have Dan Arnold for similar fantasy points to guys like Hunter Henry Max Williams Tyler Conklin and all those guys are at least $500 and closer to thousand dollars more expensive than him and the nice thing we have on our side is that people think that Dan Arnold just isn't a good tight end look what he did against Cincinnati on Thursday night he only caught two balls to 29 yards on two targets I see that and I'm encouraged in that game he joined the team on Monday last week Right? So he joins the team on Monday just to walk through. Tuesday he practices. Wednesday they travel to Cincinnati from Jacksonville. And then Thursday's the game. He just got traded to this team. He had no time to practice. He only played 36% of the snaps, right? I expect him to play the James O'Shaughnessy role in this offense, which is a much more involved player. And that's what you saw out of O'Shaughnessy for the very small sample that we got of basically one game before he got hurt early in the second game for Jacksonville. O'Shaughnessy in that first game played 85% of the snaps. If you throw Dan Arnold into an 80 to 85% snap roll, more than double what he saw last week, he's going to see five or six targets. And five or six targets at $2,900 is pretty damn good. Now, I don't see any props out there for Dan Arnold on prize picks or underdog because he's a fucking tight end and not really an exciting one that people talk about all that often but if you see any props out there on dan arnold over receptions if the numbers set at like one and a half smash the over on that i think that dan arnold is going to find himself this game seeing a minimum of four targets with the upside of somewhere around six or seven targets he's going to be much more involved now that he actually knows this offense and knows all the concepts that a tight end needs to know which is a lot run blocking pass protection play action game actual routes run all that stuff it's very hard for a tight end or the only harder position on offense is probably the quarterback in terms of knowing everything you have to do wide receivers they just know their route progressions are blocking on run plays running backs, you just hit the hole it's all about instincts tight ends you have to know a whole lot of shit they should be paid more so there's a potential leverage play at tight end and as we always do now we finish up with our one percent owned flyer and now there's one less game on the slate so the ownership starts to become less one percent owned guys so this guy might come in at like two percent ownership and i was gonna make it henry ruggs but he's just so overpriced at 5600 can he catch a deep touchdown like week two sure but he's just so damn overpriced right now but the one percent owned guy and don't be shocked if he's two percent owned, is going to be fifty nine hundred dollar devonta smith i have him projected for about twelve and a half fantasy points and i have him coming in right now at one percent owned again i don't shock. i'm not shocked if it's two percent smith right now is number seven in the nfl with 46 percent of his team's air yards and he's seeing 7.8 targets per game that's a lot a lot of good value value at just fifty nine hundred dollars again i do prefer sutton right now Sutton's actually picking up more ownership four or five times more but smith is still a solid play i mean your finishes so far from smith this year and he had week four against Kansas City in a bas- bad passing defense. 19.2, he's the wide receiver, 12. Week one, his first ever game in the NFL, top 20 receiver against Atlanta. And he actually faces some good defense. San Francisco, before they lose Emmanuel Mosley and all their other cornerbacks. Dallas with Trevion Diggs, who's looking like a superstar. Those guys both hold him down to below 10 fantasy points. So what is the matchup this week? Well, it's going to be Carolina. Carolina, that does seem to be uh, struggling without J.C. Horn out there, right? They lose Horn two weeks ago. They trade for C.J. Henderson. They just trade for Stephon Gilmore. But Stephon Gilmore can't play. He's on the pup list. He can't play until week six, I believe, or after. Week six. And CJ Henderson is not a great player. He's a top 10 overall pick a year ago, and he's already traded. There's a reason why, because he's not that great of a player. So I think this is actually a sneaky good matchup. You saw that get exploited a little bit last week on limited pass attempts, only 22 by Dallas. I think it gets a little bit exploited here, and I think that Devonta Smith is going to have a positive advantage against whoever he plays. Probably Dante Jackson will try and keep up with him. A speedster and Dante Jackson goes on. A speedster like Devonta Smith makes some sense. So Devonta Smith, for comparison reasons, Odell right now, who maybe is a flop lag from last week, is $100 more, projecting out for base The same fantasy points for me, but he's coming in at five percent ownership. So right now I'll take Devonta Smith over Odell for the leverage you're getting. But if there was a prop to take, I'm going to pull this up on prize picks and hear me out here. I'm taking the under five receptions on Devonta Smith. The over five receptions just seems way too much for me right now. I think the under-five receptions makes a lot of sense. Now, in games where Devonta Smith does go off, these are his receptions: seven, three, two, and five, and six so far. So there's a concern here. And you don't have to take this prop. I probably lean not to take it overall if you really wanted to, but there is a way to leverage yourself against this. If you're playing a one percent. On play on DFS, you can go ahead and you can take the under. So if he does go off, you're happy because on DFS he's smashing for you. He's the reason why you're moving up so much. And so what? You lost your $25 prop. But at this price point of 59 dollars there's also a way that this pays off you. I mean, there's a four catch, 75 yard and touchdown game, and that's 17, 18 fantasy points at this ownership and price point that can pay off for you. So you can kind of catch the middle, if you know that betting term, catch the middle on this number, or you can leverage yourself in a way that okay, either the 1% play doesn't go off and I at least win my prop, or it does go off and hey, I lose my prop, but this guy's winning me a lot more. Money money than that prop so it's kind of middling the number I think this is an interesting spot to do it if this was four and a half receptions we take the over we feel good but at five receptions you need it to go to six or more and that's where I'm a little bit uncomfortable so that's where I would lean right now the under Devonta Smith that code Sal gets you the free bet you can use all these ones you've seen up to a hundred dollars on prize picks or the underdog ones as well if you want to try that out use the code Sal Sal any way you want Sal any way you want to get the free dollar excuse to take your bets so there we go there's a that one dude at each position there's a one percent on maybe two percent on flyer play I appreciate you tuning into this here video all the content is out for the week the only thing left is the Sunday stream and the Sunday night football video. So that stuff is gonna come out later in the day and on tomorrow, obviously on Sunday. But everything else is out. The values video is out. The first look is out. The final thoughts and now that that one, dude, they're all out. Be sure to follow me on Twitter and also, 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 if you're here right now and you're not, make sure you double check. Make sure your brother, your mother, your sister, your aunt knows to hit the subscribe button. I greatly appreciate that. I'll see you on the next one, gang. See you tomorrow, Sunday. Tomorrow is Christmas morning. Today is Christmas Eve because we got football in the morning. And hey, I know football. Football. Football knows me.